You are listening to the Power and Pros Podcast, a platform that serves as an active advocate for Black women to embody their authentic voice. Power and Pros is a space of healing and an invitation to profess the power you possess. Come along on the journey and let's get into the show. What's up, cool kids? You're tuned in to another episode of the Power and Pros Podcast. It is officially December first of the year 2021 and I am shook because what do you mean (laughs) this is the last month of the year and I can't believe how quick 2021 has gone like the fact that we're sitting here in this moment a first but also a last at the same time there's something unique about that and I want to call attention to it and so as we are nearing the end of the year, but there's still time. We still have faith that things are going to pop off and happen for us. I wanted to take time to talk about how we can create a bit more of space. A lot of times when we start nearing the end of the year, we think about clarity and having time for us to really be able to move forward and, and make those final tweaks and changes to be as we want things to be. And we're also still gaining voices and messages. We're seeing different things that are inspiring us each and every day. And so as those two worlds meet and collide, there's space for clarity. But if we don't make the space, then we won't have the clarity. And so I want to talk about how we can create that space. And one of the ways that I did that nearing the end of November was getting off of social media for about three weeks. So up until the week of Thanksgiving, I wasn't on social. And that really helped me to do a couple of things. And I want to share those with you. So as always, we'll get into the power punch and then we'll get into it. I'm gonna get into it later, but I cursed God out. (laughs) I cursed God out. I was pissed and I had a couple of things to say. And let me tell y'all, when we want to talk about clarity, you want to talk about being able to be real, authenticity, something happened and shook off in that moment for me. And I was able to have a real conversation with my therapist after this, a real conversation with one of my best friends and myself because of this moment. And so while typically (laughs) it might be not advised to curse anybody out the power punch for this week is to go to god with your anger go to god with your anger whatever you are upset about whatever you like not as a simple person you haven't done this yet whatever your disappointment is um as authentically as you feel you need to communicate that that is what i'm encouraging you to communicate For me, I didn't wake up the morning that God and I had this debate or this conversation and say, I'm going to curse God out today. But I did reach a point where I was like, enough is enough. And I was washing dishes and I was like, okay, I got this some things to say, bruh. And since I can't tweet about it, I can't whatever about it. I wouldn't have tweeted about it anyway, but I was like, let's have a chat. Okay, you owe me some answers and I got some tood for you for not having the answers yet. And a lot came from that conversation. And so 
that is the challenge for this week. That is the ambition. That's the hope is to go to God with your anger. Bear it all. Communicate it in your way and be real about it. Say exactly where you're at and exactly where you had you messed up. My friend and I actually do a Bible study on Thursday mornings and the past, I guess in November, we were actually reading Jonah and in reading Jonah, there are only four books of Jonah. Jonah's kind of a short um, book in the Bible. And so if you haven't read Jonah on your own, I would suggest that you do that, especially if you are um, taking a couple of pivots or if you are struggling with understanding God's will versus your will, if you are, if you got an attitude, to be honest, like I think it is a book that you will be able to find pieces of yourself in. you might gain clarity there and you'll be able to see various ways that Jonah was able to respond to his own anger and how that showed up. And so, um, in reading that with my friend, Jonah had an attitude. He was angry. He was upset. And I was so thankful for that humanity. I was reminded that we are human. Like if you in the Bible, if you is listening to the show right now, if you meet, <laughs> there's just no way that we're going to be able to walk through life unscathed by the human emotions that we were born with to experience. There's just no way that that's going to happen. And so as we walk through life, we are trying to figure out how to navigate those emotions when we feel them ourselves, how to communicate those emotions to other people, and then how to receive people's perception of that emotion once we've communicated how we feel. And so as we do that, if we don't include God in that, it can really affect how we interact with other people on a large level and how we interpret our emotions ourselves. And so Jonah is a book um, that I would pair with this before or after you express how you feel to God. Just take a gander, take a, take a read and see if you gain any clarity in addition to you bearing out your feelings. As always, you can write this out or you can have a conversation. I actually didn't write mine out. It was a conversation out loud in my apartment. So that's the Power Punch for the week. Now, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I wasn't really feeling like I wanted to be off social. And what happened before I even started, I started to think about these moments that I was anticipating were likely going to happen and that I was going to miss them on social. There was a award that I am shortlisted for and I got an email about it. So I knew that they were going to announce on social media. They asked for my headshot, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, dang, I'm going to miss it. I'm not going to be able to repost. Da, 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 I was thinking about that. I was thinking about how I connect with some of my friends and we send each other DMs of different stuff that we see on social. And I was like, I'm not going to be able to send X tweet about whatever. I thought about insecure and how I'm not going to be able to live tweet insecure. Like it was just like these random things that when you think about eternity, when you think about my personal growth, when you think about how I connect with people, I connect with people in so many different ways off of social that I don't even need that for that. It was really a trick of myself to not want to push to go to this other place. And so as we're talking about that, if you even feel an aversion 
to wanting to not go on social, that might be a actual sign that you should do it. So I just want to call out that I wasn't just like, I'm going to be off social today. Like it definitely is a part of our world. It's a part of our every freaking day. And so as we pull back from things that are a part of our everyday, of course, there's going to be a hesitation there because we have such a habit of going on to social. So I had to log out of my accounts and remove them off my phone completely for me to do this. Cause otherwise I was just going to be tapping strictly out of habit. Like my thumb just knows where Instagram is and constantly clicks it. So there are a few things that I learned in my three weeks of not being on social that I wanted to share with you guys. And the first thing was I got back Time for things I enjoy. I wrote my first poem in weeks. When I say weeks, weeks. It's only five lines. It is short, but it makes me feel so good. I reread it actually before I recorded and it made me feel so good because it was just my genuine feelings. It's not a poem I would typically write. Actually, I was surprised that that came from me and it just, it made me happy. And I had the time for the words to find me instead of me grasping, trying to find something so I can say I wrote a poem. It just naturally came to be. And that's why I can be so proud of it, even though it's not a typical poem that I would write. I I actually love the fact that it's not a typical poem I would write, but that I wrote it in this atypical moment. And that I believe is because there was space for that poem to be born in this moment. I also have been reading. When I said your girl's a bookworm right now, it is crazy. I started a book. I like finished in a week. I'm on another one. I'm like halfway through. And I have been so giddy. Every time I talk about the books that I'm reading, I get excited. I've been talking about it to my friends. Like, girl, let me tell you, that was in this book I was reading. Let me tell you, da, da, da. And so it has been just really nice to get back to that. And actually pre-pandemic, I was reading a lots. I used to read on the train and it just brought me a lot of excitement. It helps me to break up my day after work. And I guess during the pandemic, I was a part of a book club and I was reading then as well. And so I have taken a break from that. Other things have come up, me recording the show and just, you know, doing other things, spending time with friends and whatnot. So I haven't been reading as much. And so getting back to that, which happened during this social media fast, It just brought me joy. And when you think about the fruit of the spirit, for fruit to grow, you have to water it. And so I love that I was able to find a new way to water joy in my life by reading. And it's a simple thing. You can learn new things about the world, about yourself. I have different conversations because I'm relating it to this new thing I read in this book. And they're not educational, quote unquote, but I'm drawing conclusions from them and all of that, right? And so I was able to get time for things that I enjoy. And it's been really, really nice. Next, moments of peace were elongated for me, okay? I was so proud of myself when I had a moment of peace and it lasted longer than usual. And when you think about social, right? You could be having a great day. I'm talking happy as a clam. And then you see something about how somebody is missing or how somebody got shot. Or honestly, I have been seeing a lot of videos 
about women walking into their apartments. Like, you know, those little ring um, apps where people have the cameras outside of their doors and you can see what's going on. If there's a package, if there's an animal on your front porch, those type of things. I've been seeing a lot of videos on Twitter of black women in particular walking into their homes and somebody is either following them and trying to get in or just some type of situation that makes me feel unsafe and uneasy as a viewer of said video yet alone if I was the woman in the video it's it's really an uncomfortable feeling and it, it takes away my peace in that moment there are just different things that we see on the day-to-day and when you scroll you are subjected to that without really trying it's like I wasn't seeking out those type of videos I didn't have to search them they came to me by just the nature of the scroll and so being able to have my moments of peace because I woke up in the morning because I was reading because I cleaned my apartment and that makes me feel good those moments lasted longer and they weren't being able to be stripped away because of an outside influence and that really affected my mood I also heard about turmoil, pettiness, death, like all these things less because I wasn't tapped into the national global conversation that happens across social media. And so there were a couple of days when I would get a text from somebody and I like missed some news, quote unquote, right? But at the same time, when I did hear about what was happening in the world, I heard from people who loved me from people that know me, from people that understand how to deliver news to me versus just me being subjected to the nature of the scroll. And that changed how I heard about news, how I interacted with news in a way that doesn't happen when I'm scrolling myself, right? And so that really was a key thing, like having a moment of peace that's also a fruit of the spirit. That's something that we get from Jesus. It's a gift that we can walk in each and every day. But we also are living in a world that's not peaceful. And so there are a lot of times when we are low-key willingly giving up our peace and not even understanding the peace the part that we play in that. And so I love that I was able to have moments of peace and that it was an elongated peace. It was a peace that I was able to walk in that honestly modeled Jesus. If you think about his journey on this earth, he walked with people, he was kicking in with people, he was hearing they drama, what they had going on. And then he had moments when he had to dip and he had to go off somewhere, be secluded and get to himself. And when you think about that, I'm sure he had a bit more peace in those moments that that peace was elongated because he wasn't boggled down by the worries and cares of everybody else. There was also a moment of clarity. I had a breakthrough moment and I mentioned it in the power punch, but I was washing dishes one day and I was pissed. Okay. I was annoyed beyond belief I was on break the week of Thanksgiving I had the whole week off and I thank God for that okay because I really needed time to just be with myself to think enjoy my own company read my new books and to just be desk for a sec not work not think about work however a couple of things came up I got a text and that text was the final straw and I was like hey I can't do this the way that we're doing this right now we need to talk about this we need a meeting 
What's up? You had me messed up. And so I went to God with it. And I'll tell y'all, I was scrubbing that pan so hard. I'm like going in and still scrubbing this pan while I'm washing dishes. And I just got to physically, I think because I was washing dishes, but then I was opening my mouth and getting out how I felt. I was able to physically, audibly be able to stand in my truth in that moment. I was able to have agency for myself and being able to be me. I gave myself permission to bear it all out and I allowed space for God to be real with me back because I had so much to say because I truly felt the depth of what my feelings meant. And then the next day I had therapy. And so because I got to have a conversation before I talked to my therapist, I was kind of able to work through it a bit deeper with her versus if I just started to entertain that thought in the session, I don't know if we would even gotten as deep as we got once I actually was in my session. And so that really was important. I also called a friend after my conversation with God too. And she provided bits of clarity for me. And so it all started with this one-on-one with God. But to be honest, I'm not sure if I would have chose dishes over Twitter in that moment, dishes over IG, if I was on social. And so I think those moments of clarity, when you're able to, you have nothing else, right? There is plenty of songs that mention you've come to the end of yourself. And when you come to the end of yourself, you're able to get to the beginning of you and God, right? But it's easy to not come to the end of yourself when you have so many different versions of you that you can tap into and versions of other people that you can tap into across social. And so being able to be away from that for a second allowed me to have a moment of clarity with myself and then that spanned out to my tribe, my community, and those who helped me to um, walk my journey on this earth better they were able to walk with me in that moment with a bit more direction because I had direction going into those conversations. And the last thing, it allowed for more time with God. When you can't run, you decide not to hide. When we can hide in plain sight, but there's something powerful that happens when you choose not to. When you can't run, you be like, well, you got me. You know what I'm saying? And I think a lot of times we run from God not even knowing that we're running from him. We run from God not even knowing that we're avoiding talking about the real topic. We run from God not even fully understanding what that means that we're choosing not to spend time with him. And when you spend time, you can still hide. You can still choose not to be real. You can still choose that this is this experience that you're having or this feeling that you are experiencing or the words that you want to say aren't clean enough for God. And so you want to hide them. But when you decide not to do that, when you say that God can handle my realness, when you say that God made all the emotions that I have, when you say that God actually knows the stage of life that I'm in right now and the stage that is going to come, the stage that I'm hoping for, it helps you to be real and that is where the power comes in at because you're meeting him in this real place and God is real all the time he don't turn it off it's not a thing that he has to clock into he it's an always on thing and for us unfortunately that's not the case we can be as fake as they come and so when we make the conscious decision to not run from God 
but to also not hide when we're in his presence, you really can get breakthrough there. And as we're in this season, as we're gearing up for many more firsts, I hope for us as we have the first of today, but also the last and the ending of things, having more difficult conversations with ourselves and others, prepping and having optimism and activating our faith for things that we want to see in the next year of our lives. You want to be sure that you are being real about all of that. You want to be sure you're being real about it all. And if you're still hiding something, God cannot usher in the very things that you're praying he brings into your life because you ain't real enough for it yet. You're not going to be you there. And if you ain't going to be you, I'm not really sure if he is, is comfortable using us. I'm not sure if God is comfortable using me for some of the things until we have that conversation. It's like, ah, now. And then now that's pressing that go button. And I feel like, okay, now some things going to start coming through. You know what I'm saying? But I had to have that moment. So don't rob yourself of the things that you want to see. Don't rob God of the opportunity to come through in the way that he does because you are hiding. Come on out and be real. And with that being said, the power tool for this week is to take the mask off. Now, with COVID and everything going on, you want to keep your mask on. But with God, you want to take your mask off. Be real. Be real. If it's nasty, if it's great, let's talk about that. We do not talk about when things are good and how we low-key be hiding from God then too. Because it's like, okay, you can still this joy moment right now you might be asking me to do something else this might be short-lived you know we really we really be self-sabotaging y'all and be thinking about all of these things and so if you aren't loving life and God and yourself right now everything about life and everything's all good and gravy talk to God about that we need to build a, a just a habit in general whether times are good bad happy or sad of pulling God in on each and every moment And you can gain clarity in that. Some of us aren't used to sharing our wins. We've done it with friends in the past, significant others, and we've seen people not clap for us. Maybe there's a moment of clarity for you in the fact that when you go to God with your wins, not only does he clap for you, but he's your biggest cheerleader. And he has another win for you on the other side of that. He's a person that could be with you each step that you take in a way that no other person will be able to do. And maybe that's the clarity you need in this season is that there's somebody who's fighting for you and in this with you, right? And so whatever it is, take the mask off and go to him. Go to him. There is clarity on the other side of it. And if needed, to remove distractions and removing distractions could be being off social media for a day because you have a test coming up. It could be maybe the day that you travel. If you're going home for the holidays, maybe you do it the day that you're on the plane. So the whole travel day is just you and your thoughts, right? That might lessen anxiety. If you get anxiety, we're having the like pack and then get to the airport and like all of that. Like, you know what I'm saying? But you, again, we're going back to creating space for fruit of the spirit to bloom. 
But if you don't create the space, growth can be stunted. So power tool for this week, mask off. I love you guys. I hope that this has been helpful. And each and every time that I learn something as I am continuing to grow, we are in this together. I want to pull you guys along on the journey. And I want to be involved in your journey too. So be sure that you send me emails. I always love to hear from you guys, whether it is in response to the newsletter or just you telling me about you. I always love to hear. So you can hit your girl on Gmail with powerinpros at gmail.com in the two box and i will be on the other side of that you can always of course follow on instagram at power and pros podcast to hit me there and keep up with some things and then if you aren't already be sure that you subscribe to the pros and praise pages newsletter where i share different little tidbits i do a creator's note each and every newsletter there is a scripture there's a gratitude moment I share poems, and if we ever have a guest, I also share little bits and pieces about them as well. And so be sure that you subscribe via the link in the show notes. I love you guys. Happy December. Happy end of 2021. Continue to profess your power, and remember there's power in prose. Love you guys. Bye.